when we put all of these pieces together, you know, who are you? And how is it that someone else knows your body better than you? Something, a machine knows your body better than you. Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life, not just a passing dream. So today I wanted to talk about why you need to know your cycle and not the app, right? Today's talk is about why you need to know your cycle and not the app. And so for those of you who don't know what I do, I help women over the age of 30 prepare their bodies to conceive in the next 12 months um, doing a womb cleanse protocol. And I guide them um, through this three-phase process um, to better prepare them uh, to uh, achieve a successful pregnancy. And so... um, Oftentimes, I notice that we just don't even regard ourselves. Women, we don't regard ourselves, um, you know, as anything more than just a body, right, that functions within society. Um, We're taught to rely on other things, on other people to tell us what to do right? Um, You're placed, um, you know, within a system of people, within a system of operations, you know, and so if you have to, you know, just do your bodily functions, you do that, right? Um, And anything that is wrong with you, um, you will usually seek external help for, right? If it bothers you enough. So when we think about women and women's wellness, so when we think about the world in general, right, and how the world in general functions like this, and when we think of women's wellness, and when we think of how women are not aware of their bodies and their functionings and how much of themselves they give away, you know, and how much of their, you know, autonomy or power, you know, they don't feel as though they're able to connect with, you know, this is, this makes me sit and wonder, you know, what about this is important for us to pay attention to, you know, because, you know, once again, like, 
it's too easy to you know you know acquire things and gasmo get gasmos <laughs> um widgets and gizmos <laughs> gadgets widgets and gizmos right um it's easier to accumulate those and use them and put it down and pick up the next thing that will stimulate our senses or occupy our senses right and just kind of um keep us uh busy that's pretty much what it does right so i remember um in the beginning being on this journey um of women's wellness and having conversations you know starting to open up conversations and this one woman i don't even know how you know we began communicating um but she sent an email a chain and um in the chain it was like women were just bashing their their menstrual cycles, you know, and we're like, oh my gosh, the pain and the cramps. And I, and I, I could relate, you know, and, but it was like every single person was just like, you know, down on it, down on it and, and then hard on their bodies. And, and so I chimed in and, and, and I said, you know, there's some really good things that come from, you know, your menstrual cycle you know, cause there are, and I've learned to appreciate it because I had a really bad relationship to it. And, you know, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. And, and they were all kind of like, like, what is this? You know, what is that about? And, and then you know, the woman who sent out the email, she was like, well, you know, you're kind of scaring us. Like, what is this? You know, that you're okay with your cycle and, you know, it's like, like you can get good things from it. And it's like, well, you know, it's true. You know, and not everything that we're given is bad, you know, like the experience that your perception is giving you is negative, right? It is negative in terms of the pain that your sensory, you know, experience is responding to, right? Like your physical body, the nerves, your muscles, you know, everything is, is going back and forth up to your brain and giving you this information, and then, you know, on other levels and other layers, you know, the same thing is, is going back and forth. Right. So when my experience of the menstrual cycle changed and when I started to share this information and she was like, you know, I'm, I'm scared about this and, I, and I'm thinking, you know, we're always on the defensive and we're always aggressive with ourselves. You know, we're always aggressive. We're always on the defensive with ourselves and with other women. This is what I notice. There are women, there are pockets of women who um, still gather, you know, and maintain um, an essence of, you know, uh, the grandmother, you know, or the mother energy or the nurturing or the grounding energy. They just naturally carry that and exude that, you know. Um, and then you have a large percentage of women, um, people who identify as women, um, you know, who are not sure or confident about the experience that they're having, right? Um, and so they follow what has been given as the status quo. And so when you, you know, you, you know, are put within the organization, within, you know, the operation system, within, you know, the beehive to learn 
you adapt ways of thinking about yourself, you know, and the ways that women think about themselves are based off of men who imposed a level of authority and power over how a woman can view her body, right? The male energy, a dominating authoritative energy that is external, right? To the experience of a woman. And so when a, a man is, is giving attention to a woman or when a male is giving attention to a female from the perspective of, you know, a woman driving a car and moving around um, is going to stimulate her um, genital area. And so this is considered haram. What is the experience of the feminine? Right? Like, what is the experience of the feminine? Whereas you want to embody who you are, you want to be present to, you know, your highest self at, at, at any time. You know, this is what I think people strive to do without even trying to do that. Um, but then, you know, to feel as though you're being, you know, um, you're, you're, you're being ogled or you're being watched. And so you have to ogle and watch yourself, you know, how, how, how am I, you know, and, and, and then, you know, externalize that experience, you know, like, is it okay for me to do this? What am I doing? This is happening, you know, and that's just one experience. And, you know, like, what about, you know, things that are happening in your body, you know, like, and, and you're coming to people and you're asking them, okay, well, this is happening to me. And, you know, this is happening to me. And what can you tell me about it? And so you're going to someone who doesn't have the functions that you have. And I'm not taking away from men who are very empathetic to this work or people who identify as men, as male, um, and identify with this work, right? I'm just speaking from a very, you know, experience. Like I can talk to, you know, a man about birth, right? And he can understand and he can be sympathetic to it, but a woman's experience, someone who has birthed, her experience is going to be different, right? So this is why I, I, I need to make sure and clarify where I'm coming from because we have allies and we appreciate our allies. Um, and, um, and so, you know, that experience of, um, men or, um, you know, fathers, um, what they give to their daughters about their bodies or their themselves, you know, how brothers, you know, um, teach their sisters how cousins, you know, male cousins respond to their male, uh, excuse me, um, female uh, cousins, you know, like what are little girls seeing about themselves? What are we internalizing about ourselves? And then let's not even bring in, you know, the other layers of religion, you know, and like I began mentioning that just one aspect of Islam and I am not, um, poking any holes. I want to make sure that everybody, you know, understands that as well. I'm not poking any holes because even within Christianity, you know, and even in Judaism, like there are pieces where it's like, what, like, what, what are we doing here in this day and age? Right. So what is it that you are doing? Um, what is it that you are doing that is perpetuating, right? Pieces of an archaic paradigm, right? 
Like I, I, there, there are, you know, passages that talk about like, you know, when you're um, menstruating, even though you would be protected, you would have to sit, like make sure you walk with another piece of cloth and sit down on top of the cloth so that you don't, you know, potentially dirty up, you know, or soil or sully, um, you know, wherever you were sitting and um, right. Thank you for that. And so it's like, okay, Oh, right. So when, when your cycle comes around, like, what are you thinking? And let's, and then we, and then we add in, you know, the buzz and the fuzz from just like the pain that you're experiencing or just the blah that you're feeling, you know, and the, and the mood swings that you're going through, you know? So it's like, like, what is this mushy, mushed up mush potato experience that we're having? You know, what is it that we're experiencing? It's frustration, so I get it. There's an app that comes out. Let's go get this app so I can figure out what's going on in my body because I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. So this is what we want to change. You want to learn about what's going on. You want to shift your experience of yourself, right? You want to shift the experience of your femininity. You want to shift the experience of your reproductive health, of your cycles, of your ovulation, of your two-week weight. You want to shift the experience of your relationship to who you are. Because once you do that, then it, you know, it starts to just move things on the outside. It's just the nature of things with David Suzuki. I'm joking with Odessa. <laughs> um, but you want to start reclaiming that power that belongs to you. That's really what this is. You want to begin shifting that power back into yourself, right? You, you want to start just, you know, holding firm a different level of beingness, right? Of knowingness within your body as a woman, as someone who is expressing themselves as a womb carrier, as an egg carrier, and being very specific here, right? In this existence, right? Also including, thanks, the, you know, everyone else, but this talk is very, very specific, you know, especially for the times that we're in right now, right? So what thoughts and actions, you know, are you giving away to other people? You know, what thoughts and actions are you responding to that don't belong to you? What's going on in your experience of yourself that doesn't belong to you? Right. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. 
healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tune, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. So what you need to start doing, you know, what or who you need to start becoming, what I think is more of a, a detective, you know, and a, a farmer, <laughs> you know, start to cultivate your own soil, cultivate your fertile soil, cultivate your inner being, your inner light, your mind, cultivate your awareness, cultivate your mind, your body and your soul, right? Lean back and just start paying attention, you know? You need to be confident in your body. You need to be confident in yourself, in your presence and what's happening, you know? You need to be familiar with the ticks and the tricks and, and you know, like the, the hicks, all the things that are happening. What's going on in your body? Get aware of yourself, you know? Become aware of what makes you tick, what, you know, why these things make you tick, what's happening, you know? Yes, I'm, I, I think that having these apps are great, right? But I, what if you don't have a phone? What if you don't have power or access to these things? What happens then, right? You want to develop a level of autonomy and sovereignness within, you know what I mean? Within your, and once again, your expression of who you are within your body, within, you know, your reach, your physical reach, the energetic reach, you know, the impact that you have, because as a, as a woman, as people in general, we have this ability, we have this ability and becoming aware of what's happening to you, you know, what's, you know, your eyes water when, you know, your ears, your nose, your mouth, you know, your, you sweat when, you know what I mean? Like you, your belly moves when, you know, like when you move your bowels, this happens when, like you, we need to be for, this is your body. It's, it's your body. It's very, very important. I know sometimes people are like, you you know, I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's the physical body. And, and the same thing when it comes to, you know, your thoughts and your feelings, you know, and, and your, your internal life, your spiritual life, you know, your most private, private back room self. When we put all of these pieces together, you know, 
who are you? And how is it that someone else knows your body better than you? Something, a machine knows your body better than you, right? You can't know everything, right? But there's, I can tell you, there's way, what you, what you think you know, there's way much more available to you in terms of how you relate to your body and understand your body, especially as women, especially, especially if you've been trying to get pregnant and, you know, you're feeling all over the place and, you know, you need to bring yourself back into yourself or, you know, you're just, you're preparing on that journey anyways, right? Whose body is this? <laughs> right? You're not just a number. You're not just a number to respond. Right? So learn how to develop that ability to hold space for yourself as you learn about who you are, as you investigate you know, we're not trying to come to conclusions yet. Not yet. Especially if you're at the beginning. You don't want to come to conclusions, but you need to begin the investigation of who I am, right? More than what you've been doing. More than what you're familiar with, right? So, you know, you want to experience yourself from a different timeline. You know, you want to experience yourself from a different perspective, from a, from a different mindset, from a different point of view. If you don't take a rest, you know, your body will force you to, you know. And, and it, it's the same thing, especially when you're going to, you know, um, get help from professionals in these institutions. It's great. Go and get the help. But, you know, you've got to know yourself be familiar be comfortable and confident in who and what you are you know because that will support the experience that you have these external factors will influence right your own experience and your feedback right but they won't um they they, they will no longer be um the primary um, reference, if I could say that, right? You, you would begin to just see things from a different experience, really coming from, you know, within the self, because, you know, you need to know your body and not the app, right? Like you need to know when, you know, you're, you're, you're moving from one cycle, one phase to the other, you know, you need to be familiar. Your body will tell you, you will see the signs. You will know what's going on, right? And it just opens up way, way more to you. We live in cycles. We live in patterns. And when we are aware of the cycles and patterns that we live in, that we live with, that we work through, that, you know, we exist because of. When we see this, then our ability to be present to our, 
our person and to the people around us is, is very, very different. There's a new way of experiencing yourself. There's a new way of experiencing your connection to people and to things. It's just very, very different because you're not coming from a place of, you know, expecting information first from there. This comes up and I respond by giving. No, this comes up and I respond by inspecting, right? You know, like when I have conversations with women and they're like, well, I, I let me check my app and I'll let you know when my, when I'm ovulating or when my cycle is going to come. And it's like, okay, no problem. But like, are you able to tell me when it came last month or the month before? And it's like, no, I can't tell you that. Well, you know, you want to get familiar with yourself. It's so imperative. It's so, 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 so imperative. She needs you more than you can ever, ever know. She needs you. Your body needs you. Your person needs you. Yourself needs you. And when you're working with a psycho, you know, there's just something about that. There's just something about, you know, knowing your body. There's just something about... um being okay with your body you know there's something about walking in rhythm with your body we have so many different rhythms that are happening simultaneously i'm just going to kind of side you know angle for a minute i have a a background in um in drum and dance and you know, there's always this description of the drums as being um, like a cacophony of, you know, of noise for those who don't understand it, right? Because you're not able to understand where the one is, where the beginning of the of the phrase begins, or you're not able to jump in and out like double dutch because you might be jumping with three or four different ropes at the same time, right? There's many different reasons as to why people are not, some, some people get very much pulled into the rhythm of the drums and some people don't understand rhythm. And the reason why I bring this up is because the drums represent life and the different kinds of phrasings that we are all working within and the same thing reflects in the body you have the heartbeat that's moving the heartbeat is consistent you have the venous flow you know this is the blood that's returning to the heart that's consistent right you didn't know you had these two flows but i'm letting you know you also have your lymphatic flow which is consistent right you also have your cranial sacral these things are moving and they're flowing in and out, back and forth. And it's a symphony. It's a symphony. But if you were to look at these different rhythms, it looks like everybody's doing something completely different, which they are. And it fits into the whole, which is the same thing for the drums. And it's the same thing for life, right? You have a mother drum. You have a father drum. You have a child drum. You have a group of drums. You have a drum soloist. You have the clave. You have everybody. And everybody plays a very specific role. Right? And so when you approach the music knowing it like this, this is a richness. This is a richness. 
friends. This is how we have the crazy moves and the dancing, you know, and you can kind of go between and you can stop and you can't quite find where they are, but they know where they are. This is the same thing in your physical body. This is the same thing in your life, right? So, and I, I like, I'm really talking about like a real type of freeness that comes with being familiar with your body, right? That comes with, you know, just settling into that rhythm of who you are and knowing who you are and being familiar with who you are and not just allowing the app to tell you what's going on, not just allowing your doctor to tell you what's going on. So yeah, so being more faith-filled, um, peace-filled, um, mindful and present in different ways. So really stepping into that co-creative matrix right? That's kind of where we stand, you know, as women, as being just kind of feeling um, and being present to yourself um, and which puts you in contact to your environment um, and to the people around you um, and to the things around you in a very, very different um, way that requires less um, force. Um, but magnifies more presence, right? Um, and so uh, this is where that energy of the grandmothers, you know, the, the posed, poised grandmothers, um, you know, who just uh, know that, know what they're doing, right? Like that kind of presence, you know what I mean? Um, so th th that's one of the kinds of presence, right? But also um, just that ability to be confident as well, right? So there's a not need to force, but there's the, the confidence in who you are and what your body is capable of doing and what you know is capable of happening and why it's important for you to know these things. And when you have to discuss anything that is related to your being, you are, you know, within your power when you're conveying your messaging with people. This is so important, you know, and another reason why I say this is because I speak as a melanated woman. I speak as a Black woman who, you know, goes into, you know, the medical institutions, um, you know, life in general. And like, you know, my experience is very different than other people, you know, like what is done to me, what is done in spite of me, um, you know, and I say me and I speak very generally, you know, of many other women, um, you know, people, black boys, men, fathers, everyone, you know, who experiences this. So, um, and then the world in general, you know, because everyone is affected by this. So like, this is just a very political, you know, thought or feeling, um, you know, it can go in so many different directions, but I'm very much about um, self-autonomy and feeling um, and knowing that you're capable of being present to yourself, right? So being able to reference an app is a, is, is a great thing. Um, it's a great um, invention. Um, and I think that knowing what's going on with your body and not being um, fearful and not being, you know, disgusted by it um, is uh, just as important. And so that was what I wanted to share with you uh, this evening. You know, these are my thoughts. These are the snippets 
of conversations that I have with myself, you know, as I piece together pieces of the larger puzzle, you know, mm, of why I keep, I'm drawn to this work <laughs> and why I must do this. Um, and so, yeah, if you are enjoying this uh, broadcast, this live, make sure go ahead and tap like and share with someone. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And um, I will just be back soon and I will be sharing again and again and again. So you all take care. Be well. Have a good evening, afternoon, morning, wherever you are, whenever you watch this live stream. Be well. Bye-bye. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple signs. Step out of line, it's time to move. Hey, 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 oh. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. you would do for someone else.